Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake-up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. I'd like to begin today by introducing a special seven-day Easter series that we're in, in preface to the Roman series beginning on April 17th. Seven days, seven stories, seven revealings of Jesus to seven sets of people after his resurrection, seven conversions of the heart, seven signs and wonders to help us fix our eyes on Jesus as we begin the season of Eastertide. Over the next seven days, we'll begin together the 50-day celebration that is Eastertide on the Awakening Calendar. And the prayer on our lips in this season is the ancient declaration, Jesus is Lord. Our attention is on what it means to be the people of the resurrection, those Christ has invited into a fullness of life in the present and an eternity of everlasting life in his presence on the other side of death. We will take these seven days to celebrate seven stories of Easter that continue to shine light on what happened that first Easter, that first great awakening in the days following the birth, life, ministry, arrest, trial, crucifixion, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Together, let's begin. We'll begin by praying a prayer together of Easter consecration from 1 Peter 1, verse 3. Praise be to you, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In your great mercy, you have given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. I receive your Holy Spirit, the resurrection spirit of life within me, and I attune myself to your work of awakening hearts, including my own, to experience your transforming love. In Jesus' name I come. Amen. Today's reflection is called, I Have Seen the Lord, Mary Meets Jesus in the Garden. Our passage is John 20, verses 1 to 2, verse 11, and verses 14 to 18. Hear the word of the Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. Now Mary stood outside the tomb, crying. She turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, 
for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that that he had said these things to her. Consider this. What's in a name? Everything. Our name spoken by the one who truly gave it to us and who loves us means we have been seen, known, cherished. Mary. Can we imagine Mary Magdalene bent over and weeping, hot tears flowing and guttural sobs piercing the quiet in the lonely garden where she grieves? Her unbridled sorrow has surged once again to the surface. Her compounded losses eclipse any residual memory of her sweet deliverance. Her uncontainable laughter with her new brothers and sisters, her irresistible desire to worship, all experienced because of and in the presence of Jesus. Many of us know what it's like to lose our memory of all things good and right and lovely and beautiful that the Lord has done in the past as the current struggle, that unshakable struggle, presses down on us once again. All wonder and delight we have known before is pushed into the shadows of forgetfulness by a season of sickening sorrow we are sure will take our very lives. I have been there. You have probably been there. We have all been there. Mary has been there. You may be there now. Then, bent and broken, as the shadows fall and we are cloaked in a darkness thicker and more suffocating than we could have ever imagined, a word pierces the clutching silence. Mary. It was her name. And hearing her name in that instant, sorrow met sign. Silence met her name, known, beloved, spoken. Death met resurrection, and it didn't have a chance. And just like that, and just like us, Mary sees. Her red and swollen eyes abruptly open. She sees the Lord. She sees her rabbinai, her teacher, in the full morning light. She sees the lover of her soul and the master of her days and nights on earth. She is the first, the very first disciple to see the risen Jesus. But she was first seen by him. That's what's in a name when our Creator speaks it. Mary is seen and she sees. Isn't that the way it works? I have seen the Lord are the five apostolic words she delivers to the disciples. Those five words to this day will never be taken from her. They are her words, and we commemorate them these first days of the Easter season this year. And we can somehow claim those words as our own. This Easter, like that first Easter, the Lord speaks your name and mine. 
His voice pierces the sadness, the confusion, the sheer disappointment with God, with others, with yourself, with a tender reminder that you belong to him, are loved by him, are forgiven by him, and will make it through all things with him as he works them together for your good. Romans 8, 28. He speaks your name just as he spoke Mary's name, just as he spoke Lazarus' name, just as he speaks the name of every child who returns to him for life, for love, for hope, and healing, and salvation, and resurrection. With resurrection life pouring from him, he speaks your name. Welcome, insert your name here, to the resurrection life. It's a life where old things are made new, dead hearts are brought back to life, hope flourishes and despair fades. And today, this day, he speaks your name as if to say, your inheritance awaits. The Prayer Risen Lord of the garden where we are seen, we lift our eyes to you as this Easter season begins. You speak our name as we walk forward with you through the troubles you said we would experience in this world. Your resurrection life is our inheritance, and we open ourselves to receive it as you reveal yourself to us. In Jesus' name, amen. The questions. What trial are you facing right now that seems too much to bear? Do you hear the Lord speaking your name within it, inviting you to the new life that is your inheritance in him? For The Awakening, I'm Dan Well. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.